Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Dina Calmetta here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to continue in our End Times News Report Week in Review. And we have a lot of headlines to go over. Isn't that right, Susan? Oh, yeah. Like usual and more. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing about some of them. Yeah, well, we're really getting bombarded with news, not just any old news, news that lines up with Bible prophecy. And as you know, Dina, that's what we do here every week is we study news from all over the world, international news that lines up with the prophecies of the Bible. And so a lot of this you're not going to hear on a typical newscast because they don't care what's going on with the Bible. But here we try to tie it in to exactly what Jesus and other prophets in the Bible said would happen. And when you see these things come together, the Lord says to look up, redemption draweth nigh. And that's exactly where we are. Dina, we are at the lookup point <laughs> with everything that's going on, and we're going to make our point clear as we go through this entire presentation. So I just implore people, all you have to do is tune in with us once a week, and you'll get caught up on uh, news from all over the world. Amen. And so, Dina, we've really got to get started so we can cover all that we have to cover today. It's a lot. So I wanted to just start out with, right now, we got a headline that demonstrates how men's hearts are waxing cold. Unfortunately and sadly, there was a woman from Oregon that went over to Pakistan. She was befriended by some people over there, some guys said they would give her tours, and she went over, and they ended up, it was a gang rape, and they, they videotaped it, and boy, just evil, just such evil is going on everywhere, right? That's horrendous. Oh, yeah. Now, here's another headline. Police kill 13 after capturing suspects burying one of their officers in Mexico. So we continue to get these kind of headlines. It's just unreal what's going on. Let's continue. Oh, here's something people haven't probably heard. Wild boars are taking over a Spanish city causing problems and injuries. Boy, that sounds kind of like an end time thing. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. I don't know what I would do if I looked out my door and I saw a bunch of wild boars running around. That would be, that'd be tough. Yes, it would. They're scary looking. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Just really terrible. Okay, well, let's move forward. Just last week, we talked about how much there is like a half and half going on of droughts versus flooding. And it's really kind of crazy in a way because you could almost chart it. You could get a a piece of paper, put a line down the middle and say, okay, you know, we're going to tick off all the floods and tick off all the droughts and see who's winning because it's kind of a 50-50. But this definitely is you know, signs of the end times. And here's a headline that goes with that. A former gushing waterfall in New York State is now reduced to a trickle. What do you, isn't that unbelievable? It's incredible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, severe weather uh, storms tore through the United Kingdom, France, and Italy recently. A lot of storms, horrible weather. Do you recall last week we mentioned a large water spout coming into Florida? Yeah, there were like a couple of them. They were like giant size. Right. Well, here's another one. There was a water spout that makes its way ashore in Veracruz, Mexico. So we're starting to see a lot of this going on. And again, it's just, we got every, we got everything going on you can think of. And this is just one of them. Here's an interesting thing. We've also seen a whole lot going on in China. And we'll continue to talk about China. China has a lot of disasters. And here's another one just says that's at least 16 dead following a catastrophic flooding in western China. And, oh, as we have said in the past, that if you go back to previous programs, especially our End Time News Report Special Edition, and we talk about the glaciers melting all over the planet. And so here's another headline that says, New research shows Arctic warming nearly four times as fast as entire globe. And so uh, cataclysmic is the word. And go back to that other presentation and you'll see what we're talking about regarding all these glaciers melting everywhere. 
because the planet's heating up. All right, we've got a hiker missing after a flash flood in Utah's National Zion National Park. There have been so many National Park catastrophic events going on. It's really kind of interesting in the United States. And here's another one. Tourists were stranded at Carlsbad National Park as Southwest faces unrelenting rain. And flash floods at National Park strand 200. And we mentioned that there was uh, a hiker stranded in uh, Zion, which is a beautiful park, by the way. If you've never been out there. That's an amazing place to go. Okay, we got to keep moving forward. Back to a water crisis. Like, we're bouncing back and forth here, but it's because there's just so much going on. There is a water crisis in California. And so for the biggest water users among its 75,000 customers, the agency has begun installing devices that limit flow inside homes and completely cut it off from the outdoors. Since new restrictions went into place June 1, the agency has installed 56 of the flow restrictors, which are stainless steel discs, one inch in diameter, fitted to water meters. The discs have a tiny hole the size of one sixteenth of an inch, and that's where the water trickles through, meaning low flow showers and less effective appliances. Boy, oh boy, that is incredible, isn't it? Absolutely. And we're going to see more of this going to be more widespread it is really something and what's so amazing about these drought stricken areas like here in california that we're talking about is there's other places on the planet that are completely deluged with water (laughs) these other places would give anything to have you know some of that water it's just it's just hard to put it all together but we've got this headline here colorado river water levels drop to historic lows as area contends with a 23-year drought. Also, Lake Mead researchers fears that it could hit Deadpool status, and they're genuinely worried, it says. And so that is really amazing. When the experts say they're worried and they're about to hit Deadpool status, you know something's up. And Rhine River in Germany, there are new satellite pictures and Dina, I'm sure we'll put those up for you. And they're, you know, showing how the, that Rhine River is drying up. Also, let me just read some of this in case you hadn't heard. Multiple breadbasket droughts simultaneously, rapid collapse ahead. So right now, over 50% of the U.S. is in some form of drought. The U.S. happens to be a bread basket region. The north central U.S. and Canada is not in a drought, but it was severe last year. And that area alone is responsible for a lot of our canola and wheat production. But the Russian roulette of drought-stricken areas has hit all the below at the same time in many cases, record-breaking in some droughts. And so North Africa, Southern Africa is in a drought right now. Central South America is in drought right now. Europe is in drought right now. U.S. West and New England and more consistent are in droughts right now. And so this is affecting food production. Uh, Bangladesh and Western India are in drought right now. While Northern China is being battered by floods, Southern China is facing extreme heat wave, depleting rivers and reservoirs. And so many of these regions have reoccurring droughts with one year no drought, followed by another year in drought. Extreme heat is slamming the world's three biggest economies all at once. And what are we talking about? We're talking about United States, Europe and China compounding problems for workers and businesses at a time when economic growth is already slowing sharply and adding to upward pressure on prices. And so in China's Sichuan province, all factories have been ordered shut for six days to conserve power. Ships carrying coal and chemicals are struggling to make their usual trips along Germany's Rhine River. We talked about that being drying up. And people living on America's West Coast have been asked to use less electricity as temperatures soar. And we also saw that they're also being restricted on their water use. These events have the capacity to be quite significant for the particular regions that are affected, said Ben May, director of global macro research at Oxford Economics. The extent of the pain could depend on how long the heat waves and lack of rain last 
But in countries like Germany, experts warn there's little relief in sight and companies are preparing for the worst. So with that all said, and we will continue to discuss this, we are seeing the globe head into worldwide famine, which is completely biblical. And we've talked about this before. You can go back to a video that we have, which is called Stocking Up on Spiritual Bread, and you can see more details on what's going on here. But we are getting ready to head into tribulation, but we will not be there because the church is, you know, rescued by Jesus just prior to tribulation. And if you want more information on that detail, you can go to our Revelation for Beginner series, chapters 1 through 22, as we discuss how that works with the Bible. If you want to know those details, you know, we've got videos that go into great description about that. And they're free and easy to download and watch. So I highly recommend those videos. And... Here's another one. Severe thunderstorms hit Austria, claiming five lives, and at least 38 killed, more than 200 injured in raging wildfires in Algeria. Boy, who knew all this stuff was going on, right? Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. For anybody who doesn't know what uh, the World Economic Forum is, they've sort of taken center stage on, you know, running the world, or so they think. And so you might check out what they're about, but uh, World Economic Forum, also known as the WEF, announced recruitment of information warriors to control the narrative on social media. It has announced that it has recruited hundreds of thousands of information warriors to control the Internet, policing social media and forums for misinformation and conspiracy content which will then be systemically shut down. According to Klaus Schwab's WEF, misinformation on the Internet is infodemic, and that is potentially deadly and requires a cure. The definition of misinformation, according to the WEF, is anything they disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> this means the information warriors will essentially be engaged in the act of shutting down dissent. Announcing the news on WEF podcast, UN Communications Director Melissa Fleming said, so far recruited 110,000 information volunteers, and we equip these information volunteers with the kind of knowledge about how misinformation spreads and ask them to serve as kind of digital first responders in those spaces where misinformation travels. I've started to see the spread of misinformation as a global health crisis. Little tells world versus virus. And misinformation is it serious, a threat to our society. And so it says in closing, misinformation is happening within our friends and families. So we have to find strategies to, first of all, recognize it. And secondly, as active citizens, just like we wear masks to protect others, we need to be the good citizen, the active vector fighting back in our daily lives. And the World Economic Forum has published an op-ed pushing for artificial intelligence to manage online harms and disinformation, which sparks social media furor. And this is interesting since we reported last week, metaverse chatbots have been said to be rude to customers and have been caught lying to people. So isn't that interesting? I mean, we've got one group metaverse acknowledging that their chatbots are lying and do lie and ask people to report them if they catch them lying and then we have the world economic forum saying that they're going to utilize artificial intelligence as monitoring misinformation i'm like what is that polar opposite or what <laughs> okay again World Economic Forum takes uh, center stage with this, says it's time to start microchipping humans with augmented reality. And uh, that is a quote from Leo Holman. It's an article posted on the World Economic Forum's website makes the case for implantable microchips, including in healthy adults and even children. The article sings the praises of what is called augmented reality, a euphemism for transhumanism, and predicts it will soon be normalized. 
And so you can check out information on that. And we know and, this is going to happen. And we know this because of, of Revelation chapter 13. Exactly. Exactly. So we have so much to talk about. And we're just really scratching the surface. What is Joe Biden up to this week? Well, as of this past Monday, Joe Biden wants UN to declare killing babies and abortions a human right. So we've not, that's not a new concept for his group, but that's, you know, more of the same. Boy, this is a tragic thing. A husband set a pregnant wife on fire because she refused to get an abortion. And this took place in another country. She's in a real bind. He viciously beat her first. She has third degree burns all over her body. She needs a lot of blood platelets costing $100 a day. And she comes from a very poor existence. And so if that isn't the most tragic thing. Absolutely horrific. Yeah. Really, just another case of men's hearts waxing ice cold. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, yes, unfortunately. And uh, Walmart wants to be given an award since they now fund abortion travel to kill employees, babies, and abortions. And uh, that's really interesting. So now we have heard that Dallas has now had a deluge of water. In fact, at least one dead after Dallas area hit by one in a thousand year flood. And it says that they saw more than 15 inches in 24 hours. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Can you even fathom that much water? That's insane. But we're making these records. It's not like Dallas is the only place We're we're hearing about this more and more. Oh, that is, that is not even normal on any stretch of the imagination. 15 inches in 24 hours. Homes are being flooded and, and roads. It's, it's a mess if you look at the footage, the clips. Also, mass evacuation ordered. Emergency declared in eastern Arizona flooding. So we got a lot going on with floods. Here's an interesting thing for anybody who's considering traveling into Mexico for any purpose at all, vacation, whatever. The United States has issued a kidnapping travel advisory for Mexico. If your end of summer plans include a trip to Mexico, you may want to proceed with caution or try going with a larger group. In a report released last week, the State Department warned American citizens to look out for violent crime, such as homicide, Kidnapping, carjacking, and robbery, which is widespread and common now in Mexico. So that's really ramping up. Again, we're really looking at the end time events. Would you not agree, Dina? Yes. I used to go with my husband to Mexico quite often, Mm -hmm. you know, 20, 15 years ago. And Mm -hmm. beautiful, you know, when we went to Cabo San Lucas, Puerto Vallarta, and no problem whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of sad you know, to hear this about Mexico. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's really something. So we got to really get the word out on that. As the economy deteriorates, more tent cities will expand. So tonight, hundreds of thousands of our fellow Americans will be sleeping in tents under bridges in overcrowded shelters or in their vehicles. And we've even heard of them sleeping underground in underground cities in New York and other parts of the country. Of course, there are many that are so addicted to drugs or alcohol that they just sleep wherever they end up passing out. And this is a tragedy that is growing with each passing day. It's only going to get worse in the months ahead as the U.S. economy slows down even more. And I have to just interject on that report that this is the year of homelessness, is it not, with all the floods going on and yes, absolutely. Um, disasters, uh, people being evacuated, people losing their homes, their homes underwater. I mean, you know, so many people are already, because of COVID and pandemic, already a paycheck away from complete, you know, bankruptcy or, you know, loss, total loss. And so when their houses are flooded out and they're evacuated because of, you know, raging fires coming through and all of these things going on, then uh, the next thing you know is they're living in tents. They're living, you know, wherever they can find a place to live in their cars. And so we're really seeing a lot of this going on. It's really horrible. 
It's really tragic over here, too. Um, the city is just destroyed. There are so many people that are homeless in our city, you know, and it's just sad. It's just, you know, the drugs and right on the streets, just very sad situation. Right. I've watched some clips of cities like New York and Philadelphia that show the people who are on the streets from drug use. And it, it's 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 one of the most tragic sights you can you can see. It's just and the numbers, sheer numbers of people who are, you know, doing hard drugs and are just <laughs> living on the streets is just it's unthinkable. I mean, we're definitely in the last days I want to move forward, Dina, because we still have so much to cover. We've talked about the flooding, or excuse me, the the droughts that are taking place in the West, starting with the Colorado River Basin, working down through about 28 reservoirs below uh, the Colorado area, moving into Lake Powell, which is drought-stricken that, that uh, supports California, and that goes down to Lake Mead, which supports, you know, Arizona, seven states, actually, that whole area, including Nevada, uh, Las Vegas, and then eventually it uh, heads on down to support the farmers in California. But this is, this is very interesting. They are talking about Lake Mead is drying up rapidly, to the point where it's going to be Deadpool status. Now, do you, you know what Deadpool status is, Dina? Why don't you tell us? Some of us may not know. It's like where the thing just bottoms out. It's, you know, not going to be any good to anybody when it hits Deadpool. And so here's the thing. Even with all that going on, and you would think that people would begin to be a little bit more conservative about watering their yards and that sort of thing, I want to add something interesting. I did a little research on my own, and this is what I turned up. Do you know that this is not slowing Vegas down as far as building casinos? Isn't that interesting? They're still building casinos even amidst all of this? Oh, yeah. Red Rock is a company that has started a large-scale $750 million Durango Hotel and Casino at the 215 Beltway and Durango Drive in southwest Las Vegas. And the company has big plans for another much larger development. Red Rock President Scott Krieger told the Review Journal, which is the big newspaper in Vegas, we're working with the city of North Las Vegas on a potential development site for another large-scale casino resort, Krieger said. Set to open in late 2023, the 173,000-square-foot luxury hotel will comprise 3,700-plus rooms, a casino, several on-site restaurants, a giant 550,000-square-foot convention space, The two-level district, meanwhile, will span more than 90,000 square feet and feature 35 high-end stores. And not to be outdone by Miami's Lux Fountain Blow Hotel coming to Vegas with its own high-end shopping complex. And Las Vegas casinos in the work include such things as they've already done this, a stadium swim, which is a pool amphitheater. You can swim and watch sports from a large screen at the same time. And so, wow, they don't seem to be slowed a bit by what's going on next door at Lake Mead. Isn't that fascinating? Not surprising, though. They need to continue the enemy with Sin City. Well, money talks, Dina. Let's just put it that way. Now let's get back to some of our news that people may not have heard about. A tourist minibus plunges off the cliff in Peru, killing four and injuring 16 others. So that's a true tragedy. And this is interesting. Somebody did some stats, and they say that 18 million are under flood alerts nationwide right now. Boy, that's, that's a ton of people. Wow, yeah, it is. Well, on the switch of that, the drought situation, I want to talk about the droughts again. Because droughts affect a lot of things. Drought is punishment from God. For one thing, it's judgment. And the droughts are worldwide. They're not actually in one area of the world. It's all over right now. But here's the interesting thing. When the droughts get bad enough, things start to turn up, Dina. (laughs) What happens is when lakes, ponds, and rivers start to dry up, uh, objects start to show up. Or dead bodies. 
dead bodies and all kinds of things start to surface that were, you know, covered over by water for years or centuries. And boy, are we getting to see underneath all this water all this time, all kinds of things are coming to the surface with these worldwide droughts. So let me let me cover a few of them, okay? <laughs> You've probably heard of Stonehenge over in the United Kingdom. You've yes. probably heard of that. Yes, well, yes. Now, there's an ancient Spanish Stonehenge that emerged into sight as the Drought Shrinks Reservoir near Madrid, Spain. Isn't that interesting? Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. It looks just like the other Stonehenge, and it's it's now come to the surface. And here's another interesting one. A Nazi fleet of 20 vessels that sunk in World War II resurfaces in the Danube due to Europe's extreme drought also interesting right yes <laughs> and oh here's another one um in china the unusual unusually half submerged luoxing dun a small island with ancient temples on it exposed in china's poyang lake a once submerged buddhist statue sits on top of foiling island reef in the yangtze river appeared after the water levels fell due to a regional drought in Chongqing, China. Now, that's really interesting. And also, we can see that hundreds of bodies are expected to be found at Lake Mead's water levels drop. So we're talking about they continue to find bodies from many years back. One guy speculated that there probably are about 300 people in the water that are yet to be recovered. Missing people too. Right, right. And we have also, I'm not sure where this took place, but recently we had a river get dried up and they found dinosaur tracks. Isn't that interesting? That's really cool. Right. And so some amazing dinosaur tracks show up and um, boy, uh, we're just turning up all kinds of strange things with these droughts and i guess it's just going to continue on as uh, we continue to see oh another one um i'm trying to think of where it took place i think it was in england i'm not sure i think it was in england they had uh like they, they call it like a worry stone or something like that and it had there were stones that had messages written on them that said, if you see these stones, you need to be worried because, you know, the last time they these stones were exposed, they had terrible droughts and there was a lot of death associated with it. This was, you know, several decades ago, you know, several centuries ago, and these stones are now surfacing. Isn't that interesting? That is very interesting. A little creepy. Yeah, yeah, it's very creepy. Okay, so moving right along, we're going to switch topics and we have here a biotech company to take human dna and create artificial embryos used to harvest organs for medical transplants now we've done a lot of talk about these topics and last week we talked about their uh, efforts in um, different labs you know in creating synthetic embryos and for anybody who doesn't know what that means, that means man-made embryos apart from God-made embryos, okay? And uh, which I think is, you know, a man-made overreach of playing God, okay? Absolutely. But now we've got a whole different angle here on this. A biotech company wants to take human DNA and create, create artificial embryos that could be used to harvest organs for medical transplants. The biotechnology company based in Israel wants to replicate a recent experiment that successfully created an artificial mouse embryo from stem cells, only this time with human cells. Scientists at Wiseman's Molecular Genetics Department grew synthetic mouse embryos in a jar without the use of sperm, eggs, or a womb, according to a paper published in the journal Cell on August First, It was the first time the process had been successfully completed. The replica embryos could not develop until fully formed mice were therefore not real, said Jacob Hanna, who led the experiment. However, scientists observed the synthetic embryos having a beating heart, 
blood circulation, the start of a brain, a neural tube, and an intestinal tract. Hannah told MIT Technology Review after the success of the mouse experiment, he is working to replicate the results with human cells, including his own. This the is embryo just Frankenstein stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly. The embryo is the best organ-making machine and the best 3D bioprinter. We try to emulate what it does, Hannah said in a statement. Other experts say it will take significantly more research before synthetic human embryos are within reach. Renewal Bio, the Israel-based company founded by Hannah, wants to use the science for organ tissue transplants that could solve infertility, genetic diseases, and issues related to old age. So, for example, the MIT Technology Review reported that the blood cells from the embryo could potentially be used to help boost immunocompromised system. And I could just go on and on talking about this, and I think we know where all this is going. And it's uh, it's gross, okay? <laughs> I'm just like, wow, you know? And this is what they're telling us, okay? Let me just remind you, this is what they're telling us, and we don't know the rest. But for anybody that didn't know this... An unidentified virus has been sickening and killing dozens of dogs in northern Michigan over the past month. Similar to canine parovirus in symptoms, the illness first appeared in Otsego County in northern Michigan, but has spread further north, animal experts in the state say. Parvo is a highly contagious viral disease of dogs that cause acute gastrointestinal illness in puppies, according to the Baker Institute for Animal Health. The disease, often fatal, makes often strikes in pups between 6 and 20 weeks old, but older animals are sometimes also affected. The state is in a panic right now. Clare County Animal Control Director Rudy Hicks said, the newly identified virus is suspected to have come out from Louisiana, of all places. It kills dogs within days of symptoms. Boy, oh, if that's... that were shocking. Yeah, that's sad. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. And um, so we can see that this is all judgment. You know, this is part of the mass animal death. And for anybody who doesn't know about that, we have a Facebook page. Please go over to that page. It's End Times Mass Animal Deaths. And you can see that the Bible is coming to pass. And uh, we give lots of examples of that. Now I'm going to change topic here. To something that is even more crazy than some of the stuff we've already talked about but amazon alexa will be able to mimic deceased loved ones voices that's according to cnn and we've talked about this before but amazon is devising a way for users to speak to their family members through its alexa voice assistant even after they've died and boy i'm sorry but that is just really strange don't you think well it's it's demonic because who they're right. going to be talking to is not their you know their dead grandma or grandpa these are demons oh yeah speaking of that it says right here in a demonstration video a child said alexa can grandma finish reading me the wizard of oz alexa confirmed the request with the default robotic voice then immediately switched to a softer more human-like tone seemingly mimicking the child's family member Okay, so that's pretty crazy. And, it, you know, the Bible talks about something called necromancing. And for anybody who doesn't know what that is, the word necro means death. And mancing is derived from the word romancing. And that means, you know, romancing the dead, which means talking to dead people, which God strictly prohibits. The Lord called it an abomination. Because, you know, we're not to talk to the dead. And here's why. When people say they hear hear from spirits, like of their dead family members or mediums talk to dead family members, dead family members, there is no dead family member. Because the Bible says, out of, out of the body in the presence of the Lord, immediately. And so there's nobody out there, you know, in purgatory or any of that. And what you're talking to is demons, demons they have there's such a thing as familiar spirits they mimic they can mimic someone because people go oh i know i heard my grandmother's voice well that's because familiar spirits are familiar with these spirits and they they replicate human voices and they're nothing more than demons 
And God knew this, and he said it in the Bible, we are not to talk to dead people. We're not to be involved with death. But the world seems to be, you know, mesmerized by death. Right, Dina? That's right. They are. Completely. I spoke about what Alexa's doing, but take a look at this headline. And Dina, you've got this one for me from Zero Hedge. Digital clones of deceased loved ones chat with mourners at own funerals. A startup company called Storyfile has pioneered a new product that allows deceased people to address mourners at their funerals through the power of artificial intelligence. Known as the digital afterlife industry, Storyfile uses 20 cameras while asking a person 250 questions before death. This data is then fed into software that creates a so-called digital clone of that person. Marina Smith, an 87-year-old woman who passed in June, was given a chance to use Storyfile. And um, Smith's Los Angeles-based son, Stephen, is the company's founder, shocked funeral goers by creating an interactive illusion of her on a screen during the memorial service. And earlier this year, a digital copy of former Screen Actors Guild president Ed Asner was made possible at his funeral by Storyfile. Axios reported mourners conversed with the holographic representation of Asner. And it said, the report said, nothing could prepare me for what I was going to witness when I saw it. Matt Asner, the actor's son, said last month. So basically what they do is they program these artificial intelligence to respond to people's questions and Asner added that some funeral goers were creeped out because it was almost like having him in the room and That's creepy that is creepy oh, yeah is this not like wow just horrendous and there are other companies that have gotten involved in this kind of software programming and it's just it's grisly and it has to do with something that God says we're not to do. And so that's why they love it, right? They just flock to do the things, the very thing God says not to do. Right, Dina? Well, yeah, it's like, you know, if you tell your kid not to touch a a stove that's, you know, hot, they're going to do it until they get burned. Right. That's just the same right. thing. You so, tell your kids not to do something, they're going to do it all the more. Right. Okay, well, I'm going to move to a new area in our report today. I don't know if you've heard, but in the past, well, it's been big thing and it's still going on where when women go to nightclubs and men too, probably not as much, but women are getting spiked drinks, like they call it the date break drug. You've heard of that. Yes. And women are knocked unconscious and, and, you know, nobody knows, you know, what's going on. It's just evil. Well, now there's a new trend. Spain is the latest nation with reports of mysterious needle pricks at nightclubs. It's a serious act of violence against women. Like one woman said she ended up in the hospital vomiting. She Somebody had pricked her hand with a needle prick, and she didn't know what they put in her. Isn't that frightening? Oh, wow. You got to be careful. People yeah. got to be careful going to these clubs, you guys. Right. Right. Shouldn't be there in the uh, first place, but... Yeah, right. Best advice, don't even go, right? <laughs> so, don't even think about it, okay? We don't need to be at those places anyway. They're just... Boy, this is just proof that they're definitely just trouble there waiting for you. So I want to move forward. We're kind of on the same topic here about drug use in a way. And, you know, Dina, over the last couple years, we've heard a lot about COVID. Uh, in fact, it's just about all we've heard, right? Mm -hmm. And we've heard about a pandemic and we've heard about, you know, illness and deaths from COVID and just everything, just everything. But did you know that there is possibly a pandemic that is bigger and worse than the COVID one? I heard it's coming. Well, I want to tell you that there is one going on right now that is completely hidden and no one's talking about it. And it could be worse than COVID. And I'll tell you what it is. It's the poisoning of America through fentanyl crisis. And so fentanyl is the most dangerous drug in the world. In 2016, two fentanyl deaths two hours north of the border in California. And now this year, they expect 500 to 600 deaths in the same area of Riverside 
County, California. And police there have seized enough to kill the entire country in bulk coming in when through counterfeit pills. And the primary users are young adults, even kids. So that is a jump to go from two deaths, two hours north of the border of Mexico to, you know, 2022, 500 to 600 deaths. Now, what is going on here, Dina, is these drugs are coming in from Mexico. That's where they're coming in. They're coming in at the border and they're moving out throughout the United States easily and quickly. But, you know, they were being manufactured and shipped from China. Now, they started to crack down on this And so what China now is doing is they are shipping the ingredients to Mexico and Mexico is manufacturing this, you know, in their country and then pushing it into the United States. And fentanyl is highly deadly and it kills easily and fast. And here's the scary thing. Fentanyl is now being passed off as pain pills, and people are taking them and dying, uh, believing that they instead had a pain pill when, you know, they found out that they had fentanyl in the pill. They're making manufacturing pills that look so much like the actual pain pills. Here's another thing, too. They're inexpensive. You you know, just for dollars, you can you can get a hold of fentanyl when you go to buy it. Another thing that's really interesting is they are putting fentanyl into all kinds of other street drugs, including heroin, cocaine, ecstasy, Percocets, and all kinds of other drugs that you have, you know, become familiar with, has fentanyl in it. And it's killing people right and left. And um, listen to these statistics. This is mind-boggling. Back when I started watching this for the End Time News Report in the past that I was doing, you know, about 2020, from 2019 to 2020, I had come to realize that there was approximately 40 to 60,000, I think about somewhere in that ballpark, deaths annually from drug overdose in America. So today that figure is 105 thousand people have died from drug overdoses during the year of 2021 to 20 or from 2020 to 2021 that year and police who work with this have been interviewed and asked do they see this slowing down and they say no every year that figure doubles it doubles so if 2021 has 105,000 who have died from drug overdose, you can expect that by the end of 2022 into 2023, we can see as many as 210,000 people dying in America from drug overdose. Now, here is the astounding figure. Two-thirds of the deaths that I mentioned are coming from fentanyl. Wow. And that is the shocker of this whole thing. We need to sit up and pay attention. So police say this is epidemic and it's been hidden by the pandemic. It's like everyone's talking about COVID. No one is talking about this fentanyl crisis. Now, who is being hit by this crisis? Well, the youth, young people, even kids, preteens are easy hits. You know, I used to say, because I might, you know, I used to do marketing. And so back when I did marketing, I always said, well, in the cigarette industry, the target market was not somebody like me, an older female. It would be, you know, teens. That's who they're interested. Those are the people that they can get excited about starting to smoke cigarettes, right? And Mm -hmm. use cigarettes. So the same applies to these kind of street drugs. They're not coming after older people (laughs) they're going after our youth they're going after the young people the preteens those are their target market and do they care that they're going to die no drug dealers typically do not care at all in fact they're all demon possessed right so they're not going to care a bit and uh but that's that's what we're doing and and i want to talk a little bit more about 
what the teens are saying, how easy it is to access drugs, street drugs, which contain fentanyl. They are now using emoji drug codes on their phones. There are little emojis that all they have to do is click on and they'll get a hold of a drug dealer. They do a little conversation and they make an arrangement to, you know, buy the, purchase the drug. And, oh, by the way, drug dealers are specifically interested in youth who come from higher economic households, you know, the neighborhoods and the schools of the higher income status homes. Those are the ones they're most interested in targeting. But it's very interesting that the drug enforcement agency has released a emoji drug code list for parents to be aware that when they see these emojis, they know that that's related to a drug deal. And so uh, we can we can include that link down there, uh, Dina, if people want that. So if anybody wants that link, we can put that down below on how people can recognize those emojis on their kids' phones or in general. So we'll include that. But this is Bible prophecy coming together. This is called pharmakia in Revelation. It's also called sorcery. When we see uh, sorcery mentioned in Revelation as, you know, in the last days there will be sorcery, that translates from drug use. In It's a translation. It means, you know, it actually means drug drug use. So, boy, is that ever, wow, we are so here, Dina. We are so coming down to the last here. So sad that they're targeting the children, the young young adults, you know. It's just very sad. Right, and they, they have no real means to protect themselves because they're so innocent, right? Yeah. And they just trust people so easily. Okay, we've had earthquakes also. A 6.0 earthquake hits southern Sumatra in Indonesia. Um, so we've got all kinds of things going on with that. And boy, we're just having to pedal on through here. Take a look. Want to wrap this up with a couple important things. Also, for anyone who didn't know, Russian military aircraft entered Korea's air defense zone without prior notice. And for anybody who hasn't heard, America's about to sign a deal with Iran. And that will leave Israel to strike Iran on its own. Not what you've heard. Yeah, yes, yes. Israel said that if, well, if Iran gets nuclear weapons, then Mm -hmm. they're going to take matters into their own hands. And I believe it was Gantz has been trying to get a hold of Biden these last couple of days because, like you said, you know, they're getting, they're like right there on the cusp of signing this nuclear deal. And Gantz has even flown to the United States to Washington, D.C. to talk to uh, Biden, but Biden is ignoring him. And when, when, when we do this, when America does this and treats Israel poorly, we pay for that in some natural um, disaster way. (laughs) Uh, You know, that's what the past events have taught us. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, you know, um, he was able to talk to Gantz and, um, but I don't know, this administration, they don't have Israel's best interests at heart. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, well, uh, we've got more fires in Bolivia. And just in closing here, I want to talk about two things. So much to talk about, but if anybody hasn't seen the video on the Commonwealth Games Wow, they're literally involved in Baal worship, and it's out in the open and the whole stadium. It's just something shocking. It's it's just anti-God on steroids. Uh, you just can't believe you're seeing these things, right? Yes. And then finally, I want to mention another news report is that there's a brand new cartoon coming out. They claim is for adults, but, you know, children always watch those cartoons anyway, as we know. And this one is horrendous. It's called Little Demon, and it's being produced on Netflix. It's, you know, it's claimed to be for adults, but definitely children will be watching it. The premise of the cartoon is that a witch has 
a relationship with Satan and they produce a child and it's a girl and they say it's the Antichrist and they call her Chrissy. Okay, well, that's a little far out. But it's, you know, this is the premise of the cartoon. It's horrendous. They've got, they're blaspheming God right and left. And as we, as you know, the Bible says God will not be mocked. And he hates, hates when people like go after the little ones like they are in this cartoon. And so this is just over the top. And people are like, well, okay, it's just a cartoon. And I'm here to say no. No, if you watch this, if you watch this, you'll see this is how far the culture has gone. This is how far our culture has come to tolerate. That's what the statement is about this. It's very interesting to watch, and it's a sign that we are at the end of it all. We've come to the very end of ourselves and uh, as, you know, humanity. And the next order of business is for the removal of the church and for the Antichrist to come forward and tribulation to begin. And again, I would just like to mention, please get a hold of our Revelation for Beginners video series and and, uh, go through that. We talk about it line by line, and uh, we help you understand the book of Revelation. And so that's going to do it for today, Dina. Well, thank you so much, Susan, for coming on the show and sharing all of these headlines, so many headlines that, you know, give evidence to these end days that we're living in and the soon return of Jesus. So thank you so much. Um, Thank you, everybody, for watching. As always, these videos can be found on the End Times News Report playlist on YouTube and also on our Jesus 24-7 playlist and on our Rumble channels as well. In addition to that, this will be available in podcasts, so you'll be able to find it in uh, Anchor, Google, Apple, and Spotify. So with all of that said, Susan, is there anything you'd like to add? Just to mention that they can also find the video on my uh, channel, which is a YouTube channel, which is called Marriage Supper of the Lamb, and so you can check that out too. Yeah, go on over to Marriage Supper of the Lamb. She's got lots of videos over there, you guys. Not just with, um, you know, Jesus 24-7, but, you know, Marriage Supper of the Lamb is a whole separate uh, ministry that the Lord has through you, Susan. So, yeah, go and check it out, you guys. And um, I'll leave that link below this uh, video so that you can, uh, you know, click away and go visit her. And I think that's it. So again, thank you everybody and we will talk to you soon. God bless.